Hi, I'm Alex Freycon. You're listening to My Therapist and I, a podcast that isn't just about therapy, it is therapy. More specifically, my therapy. Hello. Today's session, we start off on a really fascinating subject, which I'm just going to describe as like standard deviations. What's normal? What's abnormal? Who gets to decide that? Uh, And then we move into a discussion about my upcoming wedding and friendships again. And then we talk about my work with EMDR. So, hey, hope you enjoy. Yeah, remember, you're married. I'm married, guys. Whoa. (laughs) So crazy. Uh... Hey, to pick up where we left off, where I was asked if I was autistic by my therapist, <laughs> what are your feelings on standard deviations and bell curves? <laughs> of- Shut up. I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to be able to replicate what we just talked <laughs> yeah, about. I know. Um, it's interesting. Yeah, I think, so I think in... Because um, you, the last thing you said was like, you wonder about that for... Well, let me let me let me try to recreate. So Alex and I just we we delved into a conversation about humanity, and I, I shared a story about a, a colleague of mine. His name is David Snarch, and David did a lot of work in human sexuality. And one of the things he talked about Can was. Can I pause? Is David Snarch like some? Did you just name drop? Like, is he like a really celebrated fancy dude? He he is, but he's also he's passed away recently okay. uh, within the last three years or so. So you're name dropping. So no, no, no he was a, he was a, he's a colleague of mine too. Yeah, I so mean, you're he, double flexing. There. He could he could equally be saying ah, I was talking to Steve Harris. The other day. <laughs> so you're triple flexing now. You've just continued to I'm flex, doubling okay. down. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, so David David talked about and he applied this to human sexuality. He talked about you know the 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 big powers that be in the human sexuality world. They define uh, you know, like a continuum of sexuality, like you can be undersexed, like have low desire, inhibited sexual desire is what we used to call it, hypoactive sexual desire. Or you could be on the other end, you could be, you have too much, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you're too interested in sex, you think about it too much, you have hypersexual drive. And um, and on this end of the, the continuum, you're kind of a pervert. On this end of the continuum, you're kind of, you know, frigid and, and yeah. you know, not available. And, 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 and these were terms that, you know that people used uh, maybe fifty years ago in, in in mental health, but fifty years ago in mental health, they're defining what is normal behavior, what is abnormal behavior, yeah. and they, you know, and David says, yeah. So when you pathologize the ends of the continuum, undersexed, oversexed, and you you're basically sending the message that there's this spot in the middle where we're comfortable with your sexuality. You can you can normal. occupy this space. Yep. You're normal. Yep. But if you walk, if you go out, uh, if here, you stray. You're bad. Yeah, yeah, if you stray from that, then it's you're be a fixed. freak. You get you're, you're bad. You're sick. You're yeah. You know. And so when when someone says something, and I get this a lot in the couples with the couples I work with, I think my husband's a narcissist. I I, I tell you, if if I looked up narcissism in the, the DSM, I would see traits that that yeah. I identify with. I definitely see them. Yeah, in me. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. You double down. <laughs> and or if I looked at you know. Um, um, histrionic personality disorder. I could see some traits, yeah. you know, like like calling attention to yourself and stuff like that. I, I do. Th- you know, in a lot like of people, most of us, most human beings have elements and traces of these things. So, so like even when I get tempted to go, oh my gosh, I think this client I'm working with has X, Y, or Z. I always kind of have to talk myself down. Like, okay, so what? This person is still in their relationship. They still yeah. have to deal with their kids. They still have to deal with their coworkers. What are the you know what are the things that are impacting their lived experience? Yeah, and if it's just me, if it's if it's just me looking across the, the table and saying, Alex is a little strange because he 
does X, Y, and Z. He doesn't make eye contact. He rocks around sometimes. Is this this impairing his functionality? Is it impairing his close relationships? I don't know. Somehow you managed to to con Haley into marrying you and last week. I'm going to, we can break the time. I'm still not married. It's fine. We continue. Anyway. Yeah. You you know, you still managed to be in relation with people. You, like the last time that we talked, you, you were deeply concerned about close friendships that you had that, that weren't, that, that were left unfinished. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, like that's not a, that's not to me, that's not a characteristic of somebody who has autism. Could you be on the spectrum? I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. But the spectrum, we've, I already think the spectrum is kind of a wacky way to think yeah, about things. I agree. And if this isn't a summary of what you've just said, but maybe you might agree with the statement like a term, for example, and you're like, oh, this person may be a narcissist. It's like that using that term or that diagnosis might be something, but it's not everything. Like it might have some use to consider that, but it's not the end all be all to them as a person. So I, I want to modify because I, yes, I agree with that last part, not the end all be all. I think what it, what it does is it, uh, like the, what's the value then of diagnosing anyone at all? Well, that's my, that's my question. I, I don't know what the value is because, so I'll have a client who will come in and say, I'm really codependent. And I'm like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Cause you're saying, I don't, yeah, you're basically saying none of this matters. It's more, tell me, you're looking, don't tell me a term. Tell me about your relationships. Just tell me about. Describe it to me. What, yeah. what features of codependency yeah, 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 do yeah. you resonate with? And do you, because that's more important to me than the label, because you have a term codependency in your mind, and I have a different term also called codependency, and it yeah. means different things. And so when someone says, my husband's a narcissist or my wife is borderline personality, I'm like, tell, tell me about tell the me. features that, you know, like, how yes. do you get to that? This makes sense. This puts a lot of our work into context now. Yeah. Because there have been instances where I've talked about dissociation or and you've pressed me and I to give examples and stuff. Yeah. And I always assumed that was you being a dick and being like, I don't believe you. <laughs> but in reality not a bad place to start. <laughs> but in reality, that was most likely because you are you're not a fan of labels. You think it's more about the action, yeah, which the substance, the substance, tell me about the thing. Don't yeah, name so, it, just so, talk about it. So, and there's a danger in you saying, I have dissociation, and me going, oh, I know exactly yeah, what that is. Yeah, totally. So, so now, I don't Let's care go what into you, the method. I don't care what you call it. Yeah. W- what do you experience? Yeah. How does it impact your life? How does it impact relationships? How, how, does, it, how does it show up on a daily basis? And then I want to know, are there times when it doesn't show up? Okay, mm-hmm. so you have it, but it's not always there. And so I want to challenge that a little bit. I want to push you a little bit on that. Yep. But it's not, uh, I don't believe you and you're going to have to prove it. Yes, that was my big aha moment because Just for now, the last or... 41 episodes or 40 <laughs> episodes, I had always taken it as like, I'm skeptical of you and you know, you feeling or thinking anything of importance. And it's not like, I remember there were times where I've been like, Stay in, lane, you? Stay in your lane, Alex. Stay in your lane, Alex. There is an episode entitled, Am I Boring You, Dr. Steve? Yeah, I remember that one. Um, that was a good one. But now it all makes sense. So in not to go on a tangent, but it's like I immediately start thinking of who would argue against what you're saying and how would they argue the counterpoint? Like who would hear what you just said and be like, oh no, Dr. Steve is wrong. There, there could be because I think 
I think having a... Uh, so there could be yeah. someone who disagrees with you. <laughs> They're not going to be smart people, yeah. obviously. <laughs> um, I, think, I think the argument against what I'm saying is we have, we have to... I mean, part of mental health, the mental health world, is that we live in the shadow of, of, me, of medicine, right? And when someone says, hey, we, ha- we have to do an appendectomy, well, I know what an appendix is. Yeah. I know how to cut it out. I know how to sew it up. I know, you know, like those things are all very real and concrete. And our world is is a opposite l- of that. little more loosey goosey, right? And so I think I think a medically oriented individual, a medical model individual, could say we need a common nomenclature. We need to. We, that's mm-hmm. why we have this diagnostic and statistical manual. So if you're going to give somebody a diagnosis of borderline personality disorder, they have to meet these features. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reality is, those features Protocol. show up in everybody to yeah. varying degrees. So if you're not careful, you could totally misdiagnose someone and put them down a path yeah. of yeah. And them. and if you're and you can still be really careful and, and diagnose someone accurately, but then but then the the problem is falling in love with that diagnosis. So now you're no longer Alex. You're my dissociation patient. Yep. Yep. I hear what right? you're saying. So now I, Alex doesn't even exist anymore yeah. because. Everything I say relates to yeah. you're just thinking in that <clears throat> one term as opposed it, to it it takes out your humanity. Yeah. Well, I'm glad I'm not a therapist. My God. Way too much to think about. Yeah. Right. And yeah, I also agree. Uh the spectrum the existence of a grayscale, let's use that, right? Mm-hmm. It's all there's not it's not black and white. Um and yeah, I, if I'm autistic, there are lots of other. I also was like, and we talked about this off camera. Like, there are people who suffer from autism, and like, they are nonverbal. You know, they can't communicate. They can't function. Their particular features are uh, so om- omnipresent, yeah. right? Yeah, and like nowhere near that. Um, and it makes me wonder what the hell she was thinking. <laughs> She she smiled when she said it, and she, I remember her saying she has clients who she sees a child who it, um, suffers from autism, and she used that like made some parallels. It doesn't like actually bother me. I just was had more so thought about it for a little bit. It's like oh okay, and it's so funny because I was like oh Doctor Steve's gonna jump on me for this because I'm looking for an excuse to like label it. You know, a little mastery brains like oh it's. You know, it's just a little bit of autism. Okay, I'll just research that and blah, 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 blah. But, but this diagnostic and statistical manual that I've talked about, it, it is a product of a mastery culture, right? We want to know. We want to nail it down. We want to put it in a box. We want to figure it out. Yeah. And if you can, and those things can exist, um, mm-hmm. but just because you're bundling them together doesn't mean that's the totality of a, of a human's yes. experience or life. So you no can be there. you can be somebody who has dissociation, and you can be um, you know you, you can be uh, a little bit obsessive, a little, a little obsessive. You can be you know you have all these things, and, and so, you can be highly effective in your job. Yep, and you can be a loving father. Yeah, you and can you have can, a name. Yeah, you can, right? have, you can have interests. Yep, you can be a great community member. I mean, yep, yeah. Uh, obviously, we are. It's almost like. We have humans, we have such limited mental capacity. We want to spend just as much mental energy as possible on a subject. 
So if we create a manual for it, it's like we can figure it out quicker mm. and move on to the next thing. But yeah, we are. The culture is very obsessed with understanding and labeling things, uh, and that mastery brain. Yeah. And, and sometimes when people, so so from from experience, I was working with a, a couple one time, uh, and the, one of the people in the couple was was probably on the autism spectrum at, at some yeah. point, and. Um, when I when I talked about that, uh, the other partner was like, "Oh my gosh, this is great news to know because now maybe there's a treatment out there." Well, <clears throat> especially yeah. with autism, there's not necessarily a, a treatment. There are ways to manage, and there are things that can be done, um, but there's not like a quote unquote cure. Although there are some people who believe that there is, and through different ways. But <clears throat> you know, the, the 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 partner came back to me who didn't have this these features and said, "I'm." more depressed now because I was excited when I heard that there was a diagnosis and I thought it was connected to maybe some ways to alleviate. But now I, I realize that there's nothing I can do about this, nothing my partner can do about it. And I would guess the point is to, instead of saying it like that, be like, I am who I am and I'm happy and life is good and I'm doing good or, you know, accept whatever the acceptance version of that is. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Well, I'm glad we were able to close the loop on that and get it because we started off off camera and yeah, here we are. Um, as we were talking, I kept thinking about um, sort of my feeling because at the end of the last episode, as we were talking about, you know, my old college friend, yeah. I that was reminded of sort of the sadness, um, and I think it feels good to it's always hard when i do these podcasts because usually i'm not caught up in the feeling like i'll have had the feeling mm. and i'll be like "Ooh, i'm going to talk about this on the podcast yeah right and then the feeling sort of gone um mm. but yeah i just felt like saying i miss my friend i really do miss him we had awesome conversation anytime we talked it was so like we had a very similar sense of humor. Um, yeah. I always, always, every time he called, I'd pick up right away because I'd be like, yes, I could have a stimulating, yeah. funny conversation. Yeah. <clears throat> and I always, always was a little insecure because I was like, all right, I pick him up on the first ring. If I call him, he won't call me back. Probably text me, say, yo, what's up? You know, it was kind of like that. Yeah. And that was tough. Um, this sucks because... It's a cool dude. I wish he liked me. You know, like I wish he cared about me. And I wish you had said it last episode where he's like, I wish he would have been like, dude, why are you even texting me? Like I got my, you know, yeah. I'm going to tell my boss, like, sorry, I just need Friday evening off. Yeah. I'm going somewhere. Hope you'll understand. Yeah. It's a bummer. So and I, w I would even say that I, I don't think this chapter is written, is, is yeah, completed yet. Totally. I hope it isn't. You know, because you don't you don't know what, what he's doing, what what's going yep. on in his life. Like, yep, yep. And I know he's been through some shit too. Yeah. Um, and I always tried to be supportive. And I remember in my head, I'd be like, "Let's show him compassion and empathy." Maybe if I give enough to him, he'll be like, "Oh yeah, this is cool. I like this." Um. Yeah, it's just tough feeling like you're on a one way street. You know. Yeah. No one wants to be a schmuck. Right. 
Um, yeah. And uh, that should be the title of today. <laughs> no one wants to be a schmuck. <laughs> it's true. I had another. This one's this one's great. Not kind of more eye rolling. You know the um, mystery bachelor party I went on, the international one. Yeah. The guy who planned it. Bosnia. Uh, Serbia. Serbia okay. and Kosovo. Mm-hmm. He's not coming to my wedding either. Which so I was like I had two of these close friends. Yeah. And they're both like for their own reasons and they're they're it's funny because they're both kind of similar. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I enjoy them. Like really great conversation, but just if you need anything or you need to rely on them or you know, you're hoping for some compassion or it's just no. They gotta take care of themselves. <laughs> um yeah, and it was the same thing. Oh, I'm gonna be there, I'm gonna be there, I'm gonna be there, and then like a week out. Hey, there's a fifty fifty chance I don't make it. Yeah. Or is, it went is, the the Kosovo the bachelor yeah. party guy, is he in town? No, nope. No, he's in uh Mexico. Yeah. So, you know, it's a flight, but So to me, I kind of feel like is it possible he he thinks, Hey, I just threw a pretty big party for you in uh, Kosovo. Yeah, maybe. Like that was my gift. That was my Yeah. It's possible. He yeah. didn't Yeah. He totally could say that. But he was like, No, I'm excited. Like this will be great. I'll get my flight. I'm there, man. He's talking about coming for a week and hanging out. And then he was like, Hey, there's a slight chance I don't make it. And then a day later it was like, So I'm probably fifty fifty. <laughs> and I was like, Okay, just say, let's get to here. We're doing all these little baby steps wow. to here. Let's yeah. just Cut to the chase. That was like the Monday night football game with the Jets and the Bills. Yeah, yeah. Great analogy. Um, Jets are definitely going to win because Aaron Rodgers is at the helm. Now it's 50-50. Yeah. Now it's... Not. Yeah. It's just <laughs> gone. It's over. Because um, you heard he tore his Achilles. It's official. Yeah. I, I, I suspected that when I saw the video. Um so those, all those things, I was like, it's like I keep getting rejected by these people who I thought were really close, and I was really excited for my other friends to meet them. Like, yo, I've, you've never met these guys, but like they're huge parts of my life. Yeah. I was like, oh, no, they're not coming. It's like, damn. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and it's got to make you wonder, like, did this just exist in my head? Yeah. Like, was I, yeah. was it so one-sided? Was I the guy that people were tolerating? Yeah. Or, <laughs> or was it like I wasn't even registering? And I always, it's a little bit embarrassing. You don't want to be the guy that like, Overcommits to the friendship. Where it's like, hey, come to my wedding. Oh, we're not that. Mm. We're not wedding friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like nobody wants to do that. But um, also, too, I'm, I'm maybe coming to like maybe the reason our friendships were fun. It's like, hey, it's hard to find someone you can travel anywhere in the world with. Like with that kind of friendship, yeah, comes limitations. Um, so take the good for what it is, and mm. if it doesn't meet all of your needs like yeah of course it's not that's why mm-hmm. what, do I don't you mean, what do you mean it comes with limitations like the kind of person who's like yeah i'll go to kosovo with you or yeah let's go to north korea that person <laughs> probably has certain like but i am not going to the twin cities <laughs> yeah yeah well <laughs> like i'll go to north korea and kosovo uh, seeks out adrenaline seeks out fun you know some things that are kind oh. of boring or okay. old-fashioned pedestrian no. yeah. yeah yeah weddings uh, not my jam if it's a wedding on a yacht in the middle of the ocean oh, okay maybe but, but don't you want them to say you know what weddings are not my jam yes uh, we are not yes. wedding friends i would love or, that yep yeah this isn't about this is why i'm not coming yeah here's why oh that makes total sense now i know what kind of friend okay cool 
as opposed to, and I, and I know deep down both of these people probably feel bad, and so that's why they're not, like it's hard for them to say whatever it is they're thinking feeling. But yeah, again, there's just you th- your wedding. You're supposed to have all your friends. It's like man, maybe I don't have any. Maybe I just, maybe I just kind of just kind of a weenie. So in when EMDR a therapist says, have you ever thought you might be on the spectrum? Yeah, I think what, about that stuff. Was that in relation to friendships or relationships at all? Sorry, are you asking me if she thought it was in relation to relationships? What, was she asking, do you think she was asking that question because you had been talking about relationships and like maybe oh. I'm the guy that doesn't get it. Maybe I don't pick up on, I mean, this is a, so maybe I don't pick up on cues, you know, yeah. in conversation and maybe, maybe. I... Maybe I'm putting too much into these relationships. No, because I hadn't talked about these things yet. She brought this up probably like two, three weeks ago. So no, it was because of the eye contact thing. Yeah. And um, I guess my mannerisms just reminded her of some of her autistic clients. Mm. But I think about it. The reason I'm bringing it up now is because all those things are sort of, I immediately am like, okay, these things happen. They make me sad. Did I cause them? Yeah. Which, I no, I'm not going to do that. I didn't cause anything. This is part of life. It's messy. Mm-hmm. I got to go to Kosovo. That was really it was it was fun. Yeah. It was cool. And um, you know, my friendship with my college friend, we had a lot of fun times and taught me a lot. And I'm grateful for that friendship. And who knows, maybe the story's still being written. Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. Yep. And one thing I'm really happy with and really proud of this is like, I think back to my sort of upbringing and like in those instances, you know, my family would meet those with like, you know, lashing out Mm. anger. And I was like, no, I don't want this. I don't want to yell at someone. I don't want to turn it into a shouting match. Like, I just want this to be like, Hey, here's what I'm feeling. Just want to let you know. And yeah, I didn't insult. There was no insults. Um, it was like love it. Yeah, and, uh, you're and clean, that was cool. cleaning your side of the street totally, and offering them. You're you're inviting them to participate in a conversation. Yes. And if they don't come, they don't want to either, or they're not ready to, yeah. or they're there's they've never had that that experience before where someone's yeah. been real with them like that. And it's like, like I might catch them off guard, <laughs> yeah. and you never know that they're that they might not come back and circle back around and go. Yeah. You know, I, sh- I left you hanging in that moment. I shouldn't have. I've thought a lot about that conversation and now I'm coming yeah, back. Totally. To you. And my goal is to like create a situation where that, that door is always open. It doesn't yep. feel like, yep. oh, he's just doing this so he can, you know, hold this over me and blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't like the idea of there being a like power struggle or a hierarchy. Now, the trick is figuring out how to do this with my family, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like to have this kind of open mindset because I keep thinking back to our conversations on uh, the, the, the bitterest tears are shed for words unsaid and deeds undone or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and, Even Haley knows it. Yeah, that's right. She, <laughs> she brought it up. But um, I have taken little baby steps in that direction and oh. they have been met in a similar fashion of like, we're not going to have these conversations. No. So I'm like, mm. That's discouraging. It is, but and yeah, and I'm working through that and figuring yeah, it, out. It can be like 
two sides of a coin, right? Part of, part of it's discouraging if it's not met with, hey, yeah, let's do that. I've, it's time we have this conversation. Yeah, yeah. And at the other time, at the, on the other side of that coin is like, okay, I did my, I did my, I did what I did. I invited. I, yeah. I think I would be, my goal is to at the very least end up there because yeah. I think where the regret would come is from not having tried it all. Yeah. Right. I, I agree with that. So, and I'm still working on that. And, um, but it's, there's this, that's the theme is like express how I feel, not even acknowledging it. And I kind of mm-hmm. had it my, micro situations with my two friends. Um, I'm afraid to do it with my family because much more intense and like yeah. to get the silence or the sort of, you know, dancing around it from the caregiver. That, yeah. Like I couldn't, it would be hot, tough for my, yeah. it, it feels much more like, intense or hurtful or you know makes yeah. me angrier yeah yeah so not re- not quite even as an yeah. adult male i'm not more quite on, ready for that rejection <laughs> more on the line yeah i can see that which is sort of humbling to know that again i'm an adult male still still struggling with all sorts of parent stuff just a little kid at heart wait to have your own kids that's gonna be so trippy because then you're going to be thinking, well, wait a second, I went through this with my folks, and my folks must have been in the same spot. And the the intimacy you have with your own child is going to bring mm-hmm. up other questions for you about your own childhood and the intimacy or lack thereof that you have with your parents. Yeah. Um, speaking of family, my cousin from Italy came out. He's here for my wedding. On Saturday. Hey, buongiorno. Buongiorno. He was, I gave him a tour of the house. He's like, is this with the podcast? He's like, yep. He's like, it's a great <laughs> podcast. I was like, thank you. You don't listen. Yeah, I know you don't listen. Maybe we're big in Italy too. I know, <laughs> I know, I know yeah. we've, we I were know, big in Ireland. We were big in Ireland for a while there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and don't it, you be quitting your podcast. <laughs> no. <laughs> I got to reach out to those ladies <laughs> say, hey, can we get some sort of quad pod going? Or a Guinness sponsorship. Yeah. Um, but he and I, I mean, I, I've always, he's been really been close. We don't see each other very often. It's like every kind of couple of years because he lives in Italy. Uh-huh. But um, he's a stand-up dude and he's, I feel like he sort of gets it in terms of, you know, being there for family. And every time mm-hmm. I'm with him, he, he always goes out of his way to show me around stuff. And mm-hmm. yeah. Um, it's interesting to have him here to be like, well, he's come all the way. We got to show him a good time. We got, yeah. and then I find myself being the only one to like, you know, a lot of my family's like, well, I'm busy. You know, I got this to do. And I'm just like, what? Like, I don't know. A lot of things are sort of like, ah, okay. I'm getting a lot of, I feel like I'm getting a lot of context <laughs> via EMDR work and just a lot of growth. I see things like repeat patterns now. I'm starting to identify stuff like, oh, it's always been this way. Okay. And that's been sort of trippy. But yeah, the wedding stirs up all sorts of emotions. But um, it's planning's gone well. Like I thank Haley a bunch. She's been super chill. Yeah. Cool. It's just the family stuff and the, I think, confronting like, okay, do I have friends? (laughs) Do people love me? I think that's what a wedding makes me confront. Am I am I liked? Am I respected? Do I make you know? 
and it can be a little scary to be like, oh, shoot, maybe. Yeah. I feel like you're sort of taking a look at the bill, <laughs> your social sort of, mm. what's the damage here? What am I really worth? Who's who's coming to my wedding? I don't know. I, I wish I wish I could take that away from you. Like, yeah. I wish I could take away that part of you that feels like the people who show up is a commentary on how much. Yeah. How, how connected I am or how much love I have for them. Because, you know, the reality might be that work is really kicking someone in the butt and they can't be there. I, yes. You know, I, and yep. it's not a, you're not making a small ask for some people, right? Your friend who's in Mexico City or, or Mexico. Yeah. It's not a small ask to say, yeah. come up to the Twin Cities. Yeah. It's a, it's, no, totally. it's a big ask. Yep. And, you know, if, if somebody's here <clears throat> in the Twin Cities and they're like, ah, you know, I went, yeah. to, I went to a Twins game instead. That's different. Like, well, screw you, yes. you know? But these are big asks to come from California totally. or Mexico or Italy or... Yeah, I agree. And so I I wouldn't... I mean, I would want you to pump the brakes a little bit on feeling like, okay, these people didn't come and now that's a commentary on my relationship with them. And that will be a challenge for me because my immediate... In my head, I was like, he's... No, he doesn't know what he's talking about. This is clear commentary. Me? Yeah. 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 So that'll be work for me to, because there's a part of me, it's like, I've been very clear, you know, lots of heads up. I invited them to throw out any, uh, you know, obstacles. Do you think you'll be able to do this? You know, no pressure. If you Are you in or not? Yeah, I'm in. Just kidding. I'm not in. I don't have tolerance for that as opposed to uh, thought about it. Can't make it. Sorry. It's the whole so waffling. Go, go, go listen to what Gaffigan has to say about weddings. If you've never, no. don't you, you know Jim Gaffigan? You know mm-hmm. the comedian? Yeah, yeah. yeah he does great. a whole whole set, whole bit on weddings. Okay. Be good for you and Haley to listen to that. All right. Listen to it. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to get married. I'm scared in the sense that I have a feeling, even buying this house, it's changed, like, uh, everyone kept being like, oh, you must be so excited. And I wanted to be like, no, I'm not. What? It, it kind of made me mad when people would say that. I'd be like, who gets excited about taking on a huge liability? <laughs> you know, like, are you stupid? <laughs> but I didn't say that. But I, for the first three weeks, I would come home from work and fix stuff. No. And it yeah. sucks. I hate doing it. And I'm like, oh my God, this is it. This is my life. This is what it's. And then there's going to be little kids running around. Breaking stuff for you to fix. I'm, I'm not ready for this, man. But then I think to myself, dude, people started doing this, you know, I, I juiced the orange an extra six years, something like that. You know, my brothers, my had two kids at my age. Most people have like two, three kids at my age. And yeah, I think I'm nervous for how I'm going to respond to all of these new responsibilities. Obviously want it to happen in my mind i see several chairs out here for our podcast <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i finally get my wish of doing family therapy <laughs> yeah the reason Haley hasn't joined is just the logistics of getting another nice chair we just don't have it in the budget unfortunately yeah, you guys can squeeze in there i you're, suppose you're skinny yeah. people i do have a third mic it would be a handheld and so she i was like oh, i could just sit her on the floor <laughs> it's not a, not a good look, not a good look. <laughs> get on the floor woman <laughs> not a good get a um a temporary chair <laughs> yeah that was a a piece of feedback i got on the 
that last episode too. They're like, oh, I'm so glad Haley got in. Like you got to have her on more. Um, which oh, I yeah. feel like she would do. She's pretty adventurous. That's what I love about her. It's like she's really shy, but then all of a sudden out of nowhere, she'll just do this like, <coughs> oh, you'll be down to do something like this that most people would be afraid of? Okay, cool. Mm. But yeah, we're getting married. Yeah, last week. I'm not going to release the... I don't know when I'm going to release these, so I'm getting married and still getting married in three days. Four days? What days? Today's next week. So confusing having a podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's sort of where I'm at. So I had those things going on, and alongside of those, I have felt good. I haven't felt too anxious about having those thoughts and stuff. I wasn't like, oh, is there something wrong with me? Yeah. It was more like, man, this is bugging me, and yeah, I want to figure it out, but there's nothing to really figure out. I think the chapter's still being written. Yeah. Yes. It's easy. There's a voice that's like, no, it's over. And I get that from my dad where it's like, if you do something. Yeah, you're out. You're yeah, out. Out of the will. Yep. And uh, I think it has to do with pride. Like, I don't want to seem like I'm, mm. you know, no one wants to be a schmuck. I'm going to keep doing the same dance where it's like, I let you back in, I let you back in, I let that's, you back in. That's the title for today. Don't be a schmuck. As opposed to, why do you think that a schmuck exists? I don't know, a better way to articulate that. Like that sort of requires pride, right? Because this idea of like, you can be a schmuck, right? You can be taken advantage of. You yeah. can give and give and give. Like maybe you're just a, that's the way you are and you're you're open-minded or you know you're welcoming yeah, you could be a mensch instead of a schmuck. <laughs> you know yeah, what, you know what mensch is. Yeah, uh, it's okay. a, like an upstanding person. Yeah, good guy. Yep. Good guy. And I'd like. It's interesting because I was raised to look at being a good guy as being weak, mm. someone who gets taken advantage of. And I'd like to just be, I think, a good guy and be like, no, nah, I'm. You know, I will get taken advantage. You know, people will get the better of me, but in the long run, I'll be happier. Maybe. Yeah. Yep. Well, that's about all I got for this week. Yeah. Let's wrap up. Um, thank, good to see you. Yeah, it's good to see you too. And I got to figure out, I don't, this is... Temporary. Know, temporary. Haley does not like this setup. Yeah. I don't, yeah, so we'll see how it goes. Yeah. And, um, you know, as always, life is um, very clear and there's a right and a wrong and um, <laughs> Alex wants to put a bow on it. Be kind to yourself. Don't be, stress and have a great wedding. Thank you. Last week. It's going to be great. We're going to have fun. We got a live band. There's going to be some dancing. Um, I know we're going to have a blast. And I love Haley. So, very cool. It'll be exciting. All right, my friend. Take care. All right. See Bye. You. Bye.